Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Gateway to Grace call. My name's Elizabeth Tobin. I'm here with my husband, James Dempsey. I am a certified resonance repatterning practitioner. James is a shaman and a trance channel and energy healer. And we are here tonight. We're going to be talking to the Council of Elohim, which is a council of um, guides, if you will, that James channels. Um, they're going to give us a higher perspective on on our topic tonight. Actually, came through uh, one of my private um, session clients. We were talking about um, how there's so many people who are working for positive change in the world today, and she herself also is is working for positive change. And but she gets overwhelmed, and so. What we started to talk about was this idea that even though these change agents' hearts are in the right place, they they want to do good in the world, they're working really hard, yet their energy isn't totally aligned because they're coming from a place of fear and blame, and so they're, they're in struggle. They're struggling against rather than moving towards. So we thought it would be interesting to do some repatterning around releasing that pattern, but also to get the the council's higher perspective on on how we can hold ourselves so that we can do good in the world and not get burnt out, feel good about what we're doing, and be able to sustain our energy as we do it. So, James, I'm going to turn it over to you if you want to do some centering and grounding, or do you think I should yeah, um, do no, that? I, I'd like, no, I'd like to do that. Uh, Excellent. The guy, the guy we're going to channel tonight is uh, is Mina Chesma, and this is a guy that I've been working with, and Liz and I have been working with for uh, many, many, many years. And this guide is one of my healing guides. So, uh, most of these guides have a uh, have a, a, a semi-specific purpose, uh, uh, and so when we're channeling them, it, it, it's for a reason. So uh, this guide, Manichesma, is a healing guide. So um, let us and all of you who are on the call this evening and all of you who are listening to the recording, uh, please visualize that you are in a circle around a pond filled with red water. And please join hands with your neighbor so that we are all at a good, well, good. That's so we're all together getting this uh getting this information in getting the ceiling. So please visualize that you uh have a platinum crown on your head, a pointy king's crown. Please visualize that your toes and heels are the roots of a tree. And like a special effect in the movie, borrow those toe and heel roots into the ground. 
deeper, deeper breaths. Grab the ground with those toe and heel roots like an eagle. That's Now, start belly breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth. On the in-breath, blowing up your belly like a balloon. And on the out-breath, deflating that belly. So in through your nose, out through your mouth. Deflating that belly. In through your nose, blowing up your belly like a balloon. And out through your mouth. Now, on the next in-breath, pull up some red water from that pond we're standing in front of. Pull red water up to your legs, up to your torso, in. Spray it out the top of your head like a fountain at a park. So pull up red and spray out head. And on the out-breath, pull that red back down like you're emptying yourself like a thermometer dropping in an old cartoon. So, big deep in breath, pull up red, spray out head. And on the up breath, pull that red back down. Do that two more times. Then feel the group. One more time and feel the togetherness of everyone on this call. Pull up red, spray your head, pull that red back down. Excellent. And in the future, over the next time between this call and the next, uh, you can call on the power of this group uh, for uh, support and for healing. Okay, Liz? Mm, Thank you. Excellent. Thank you for that reminder. I'm actually writing that down. Call on the power of the group for support and healing. Right. So do you want to go right into the channeling, or is there something more nope, you'd like right, to do? Go, go, go right in with you. You, uh, you have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to drop down now and uh, call on Mina Chesma. Oh, he's right. He's, he's, Mina Chesma's been hanging out all day, so uh, I've been talking to him. I'm saying him. Uh, I've been talking to him on and off all day, and so uh, he's very ready for this uh, uh, for this call. Hello. Awesome. Hello. Who is this? Nana Chesna. Uh, thank you for coming. Yeah, well, uh, we on the council have been standing by. So. Welcome to everyone on the um on this teleconference. 
How may I serve you? Well, we were hoping to get your perspective on on how we can do good in the world and still keep our energy up so not get burned out by it. Because I, I know for myself, when I used to work in the nonprofit world, when I worked uh, at the Battered Women's Shelter and at the Community Organizing Coalition and as the executive director of the Transitional Housing Program for Women in Recovery, it just seemed like the the task was so enormous, the need was never ending, and we were always bumping up against bureaucracy, and it was kind of an us and them sort of mentality. And I'm also seeing that in the world with a lot of the other issues that are coming up, um, whether it's environmental or, or um, social justice or uh, economic justice, that the people who are the change agents are kind of struggling against an enemy. As And I'm just wondering, like, how, how can we switch that so that we're more working towards something so that our energy flows more easily? Or is that even necessary? Um, yes. The, the, the problem, as, as we see it, is that uh, it's so multifaceted, the, uh, the enormity of the problems. Yes? Yes. And there are there are so many different topics to choose from and so many things that the average person who uh, feels like they're moving towards some type of enlightenment, they feel like they have to struggle against, yes? Right. I mean, some people even struggle against like the people that aren't enlightened, <laughs> you know. Yes, but but the the it's the enormity, and it and it is the uh, it's 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 kind of a numbers game. Yes. Um. What What do you mean? There are so many issues to. Uh, for for people to feel like they're against, or to for people to feel like uh, they have to address them. Yeah. The 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 key to being happy about what you're doing and to being centered about what you're doing is to actually choose a single topic, or maybe two. Choose, there's an enormity of, of issues. And if each individual is trying to address six or eight or ten of them, they're not going to be effective doing so. So they should look to choose one or two of those issues and work on them. 
Mm-hmm. Because that will affect a much more positive change than it would if you're doing a, 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 a shotgun approach, yes? Right, yes. So each one of you on this call would would probably be able to identify an area that they are most concerned with. Whether it be getting your particular candidate elected this fall, or whether it be um, distributing uh, items to the homeless in your local community, or whether it be uh, uh, trying to work to get uh, non GMO. uh, foodstuffs more uh, available to people. The, you know, the, there's a myriad of topics. And one of the things that a person who is feeling overwhelmed by the enormity of, uh, of, of the issues, pick one, pick two, and work on them. And I, I understand that 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 makes sense to me, and and it sounds like almost another sort of variation or another facet of the theme of active disengagement, where you sort of choose your area of focus and you do what you can in that area, and you sort of ignore the rest because if you're it the is, kind of person it is about that gets, active disengagement. Without a doubt, uh, the, the the idea that you can affect change on 15 different topics all at the same time, it, it's, it's a difficult proposition. The idea that if you focus on the thing that is most important to you, is it, it makes things easier. It makes... It makes your efforts uh, have more of an effect, and 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 it's a hard thing to do. the The amount of information, the amount of news that is being thrown at you at all times. There's a reason that that the news media is throwing all of this stuff at you. Uh, the powers that be on your planet want you to be confused. Uh, The powers that be on your planet benefit from the fact that the average person is overwhelmed. The idea that the the powers that be love the idea that the average person is overwhelmed because that plays into their plan. The idea that uh, groups of people can get together around a specific topic and foment positive change. That is not something that the that the that the manipulators on your planet want to see happen. Yes. 
Right. And can you talk a little bit about sort of the energetic stance of of the the people who are working for positive change and how that influences um, their efforts, their experience, and perhaps even their results? When a group of you on your planet get together around a specific focus, each individual's power is magnified considerably. And that that is one of the reasons that we would hope that each one of you on this call would would pick an area of concern so that you can get together with like-minded people around specifics such as organic farming, such as growing food in your yard, such as uh, such as uh, fomenting change on, on the political spectrum. If you're doing four or five of those things, your 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 focus is scattered. Choose one and find like-minded people about the the issue that um and, and it may take it may take meditation on your part to come up with uh to come up with the issue that you find most important. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. Um one of the things that I find that gets tiring for me is to to be with people that are um they're well meaning but there's a lot of there's a lot of anger and blame and us against them and I I just find that's tiring um that that's why it's a if that's why the active disengagement part is is so important because uh the us against them uh, that that plays into the hands of the manipulators the the now there is there is some us against them that is somewhat beneficial but um The idea that a single person can push out outward from themselves, push outward from themselves, their single the 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 topic they've chosen, and the focus for positive change, pushing outward from themselves. And not worrying about all of the other ideas or all of the other blame uh, negativity that are being focused upon you uh, through media manipulation on a daily basis through all of your uh, 
through your television, radio, internet, etc. The idea is that you, as an individual person, have chosen one or two items that you are going to send out a positive focus. Does that make sense? So when you say that some amount of us and them is is beneficial, it's like where's the line? What can, how, well, the how do we idea, know? The whole idea about the us and them is that when you when you sit and uh, muse or think about which which of the us and thems are are the ones that 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 okay we we in 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 sessions past the council has discussed anger and how anger is is can be a positive thing yes right it can be an impetus for action so which which of these things that are coming at you angers you the most? That may be where you want to send out the positive change. Yes? That's where the us and them comes in. So, uh, choose what, what pisses you off the most. Is it uh, Monsanto? Is it the government? Is it uh, you know? Is it war? Is it the uh, that the one the the thing that angers you the most might be a, a place where you might want to send out your own positiveness in that regard. But if you're trying to send out your positiveness against six or eight of these things, then your your effect is going to be minimalized, yes? So when you say send out your positiveness, yes. What what do you mean? So much of, of the problem and, and the feeling of overwhelm that that a person feels from all of the different problems of your modern society on your planet. Yes? Mm-hmm. So so much of that overwhelm is because of fifteen different arrows pointing at you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you as an individual or as a member of a group of like-minded people choose to send one big fat arrow back at the issue that you, that, uh, that you find most uh, egregious, there's, there's the yes and them. Mm-hmm. choose the one you want to focus on the most, or maybe two, but not 15, 
and find the like-minded people, find the group, and send that energy against that arrow pointing at you. Send your own arrow. Send the big fat arrow. Yes? So send your own anger and hate back at the arrow? No, 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 no. Not anger and hate. The anger and hate is what's affecting you. It's what's mm-hmm. coming at you. Don't you, take the anger that you feel at all of these things pointing at you. Choose one and send your own love in your power against it. Yes? Don't send anger and hate back. You're not, you're not pushing anger and hate. So you're so, pushing love and uh, and power and focus. Mm. Don't send anger. Don't send anger and hate back at the anger and hate that's coming at you. Don't. No. 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 Send send love and focus and power and projection. And if you, as an individual, need to form a group that does this, do this. Hmm. So even, so I'm just thinking of, for example, um, protesters in the street, right? Whatever they're yeah. protesting, right? But but it's but it's actually a physical in the street protest. Yes. So along with their signs and their presence, they should also be sending their love and their power. Now they're protesting something that is egregious. They're protesting against a problem. But the most effective way to counter said problem is the power of the group that they have formed. And one of the one of the biggest problems with protest is that they're one of the biggest problems on your planet with protest is that they're focusing on the problem and they're not pushing the solution. Mm. And the idea of the idea that they're protesting against, uh, for example, uh, one of the big issues in your one of the big uh, issues in your North America right now is is highly paid athletes uh, protesting against your national anthem. And they're protesting against. And what they're not doing is pushing their solution. They're not sending the love, which is the, the solution. So 
all of these athletes that are kneeling down or sitting during the national anthem, it's actually being misconstrued as this negative thing. The, the, all of those athletes that are sitting during the national anthem on, in, in your country, in your North America, should be sending out their idea of what the solution ought to be rather than against the negativity involved. Does this so, make well, sense? so while they're sitting down or kneeling, correct. send out the positivity, envision the solution. What, what are these people's vision of what they would love to see happen instead of they're they're doing the right thing in terms of pointing out the inequity, but as they're as they're doing their protest, they should be sending out their uh, their positivity instead. Does this make sense? Right. So so it's not something that the observer on TV would even notice unless they were highly attuned to energy they might feel it right um, it's it's an internal and, stance and, and and the media the media doesn't want to the media only wants to continue to make this a controversy they don't want to they don't want to uh they don't want to touch upon any positivity Involved. Let me ask you this question. So, taking this as the example, so um, say there are so now there are people who are watching these athletes on TV who who support the cause that yeah. the athlete is is um, making the the show of um, demonstration against, right? Correct. If all those people were to in that moment as the athlete is is doing their demonstration, if the rest of the people who agree with that athlete were to put their love and positivity as opposed, and project a solution. As opposed to projecting their anger and and in their righteous anger. Don't get me wrong. Don't get us wrong. This is righteous anger. But Projecting the righteous anger is not the answer. Projecting, projecting the positive solution is what the what is 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 what would be more effective. Mm. When you think about when you think about the 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 numbers of people on both sides of this issue, both sides of this issue. Are all they're doing is reacting with anger. If one side of this issue choose, chose to react with positivity and love and sent that out, imagine, imagine what would happen. Mm, that incredible, yeah. and, and and no one is talking about this. 
Hmm. No one is talking about how that would work. Because Here's a question. Now, yes. Yes. Would would each of the people in support of that athlete making the the demonstration would each of them have to hold the same vision or is it more just a feeling of love in whatever way that each person can if, do if that there was a, if there was a positive vision because to this point it's just an anger on both sides yes it's reactionary uh, those those Bastards disrespecting our flag, and those bastards um, disrespecting people of color, and it's it's nothing but anger on both sides. If one side were to choose to send out a positive vision, whatever it may be, for each individual sending it out. It, it it would be it would be more powerful than all of the negativity. All 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 it is to this point is two sides being angry. The side, the side that chooses to not be to utilize their anger and send out a positive vision will eventually win. May take time. It will happen. So it's kind of a tall order because I know when I'm angry, you know, it's hard to get to that place of love. And not not intrinsic. Right, right. So I guess this kind of brings us to the repatterning because for me, it's like, well, how do I center back into love? I I use the resonance repatterning process. There you go. Maybe this is a, a good segue into our session. Remember, people, to n- not be reactionary. To when when this is coming in your direction, you you have two your 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 idea that you can send out your own love. Will will do two things. It will act as a shield for you personally. It will act as a shield for you to screen out some of that negativity, and it will allow you to send out your vision of what you would like to see happen. Hmm. It's powerful, and 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 without it being pointed out to you that you can do that, like it wouldn't occur to most people. <laughs> right. Wow. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's a fight flight response. Yes. Right. Yes. In in. in and there are there are other options. Right. Question. So that's that's great. Thank you. Thank you. All right. How's that going? 
That's good. True. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was good. That was a really good reminder of the power that we all have. And we don't even have to take to the streets. We can do this from the comfort can, of our own can, home. You can do it right from your own self, yeah. But yeah, from the comfort of our own solar plexus and our oh, own God. heart. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, let's move into the repatterning because I think that, you know, knowing this is important, but being able to put it into practice is well, really I'll tell you that I mean that to me that was not intrinsic. That was like, oh my god, you know, I needed that pointed out to me. Like, holy cow, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all so, right, you know, I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> well, I'm glad we picked this topic. <laughs> mm. So I I think also what we can do is when we come up against these issues, um, whether you get it in an email or you see something on social media or, you know, you're watching the news or you're listening to the radio, when there's something that is coming into your awareness that you would like to change, take a pause, center yourself, and project your love and in, and your positive vision of the solution. You know, it takes it takes some stepping back for for a minute. It's it's so easy to be reactionary because that fight flight just does it, you know. Like, and, yeah. and when this stuff's coming in and the anger comes up, it's like it, it it's hard to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so well let's um let's make that our topic of the repatterning then. Great. Yeah, taking a step back, creating some space to project our love. Creating some space for ourselves in the moment. In the moment of triggering. and project our love. Yeah, that's great. So that's let's let's put that online for our topic tonight. Great. Okay. So so this is where we do some resonance repatterning. So I'm just gonna ask you to just take a couple of breaths and center within yourself. So I'm going to use the muscle checking to tap into the group energy. So if you're on the call um, live, you can set your intention and give your permission to be included in the group field. If you're listening to the recording after the fact, you can also set your intention and give your permission to be included in the group field and receive the repatterning. And there were a number of people that um, contacted me that asked me to proxy them in tonight, so they're being included as well. So I'm going to use muscle checking to tap into the group energy field and find out what can we do, what's, what's, what's the most effective thing that we can do tonight in the time that we have left to help us to be able to take a step back and create some space for ourselves in that moment of when we're feeling triggered 
so that we can project our love and positive uh, vision for a solution. So I'm just going to write this down. Okay. So may I have your permission to muscle check for you and include you in the group? Yes. Thank you. So it's best for us to start with something from orientation, problems into opportunities, an intention for a new, a new possibility. Uh, there's something from a specific repatterning, yes. So there are different options on how to enter into a session. So I'm just going through the options, using the muscle checking, and getting the answer that way. So the best repatterning for us as a group is something from A, B, C. It's something from part D, something from E, yes. So this is actually um, a vision repatterning is needed. And it's something from A, yes, it's number one, number two, number three, number four. So this is um, a conflict repatterning. Oh, Let's see what we need here. <clears throat> so there's anything that we need to hear from the introduction. Yes. So it's something that I would be best for me to read. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to read a little bit here from the introduction to this repatterning. Something from here, here, here. Okay. So this repatterning opens our vision to receive more light so that we can see the innate perfection in all of our experiences and make a quantum leap into a new and more creative experience. So, in order to reconcile heaven and earth, it takes more than the ordinary way of seeing. It requires the poet's eye and the mystic's vision. And this kind of seeing creates a synthesis that goes beyond the two opposing forces of the conflict to establish a new possibility. So if you can kind of think of like a, a Venn diagram, right? <clears throat> You've got two circles. One side is, you know, one circle is one side of the conflict. The other circle is the other side of the conflict. And then where those two meet and overlap, that's, the the higher solution, the higher perspective that's neither one or the other, but something entirely new. Nice. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to check. We need to actually focus on a conflict. Yes, okay. So um, I'm just going to see what the best way is. I feel like something's sort of coming through here. I'm just going to take a little pause. So this is um, something that I need to just get from the group field. Yes, okay.
Okay. So this is the best way to word it. Yeah, okay. So this is what I came up with. Okay, so say, I'm in conflict. I am in conflict. Because I want to create positive change. Because I want to create positive change. But I am triggered by the negativity of the problem. But I am triggered by the negativity of the problem. And that holds my attention. And that holds my attention. Yeah, and that's on. We're resonating with that. Okay. So what we're doing is we're identifying these different frequency patterns, and it's going to be like we're flicking switches, turning off the energy around the negative, turning on the energy around the positive. Okay. So there's something that we need to look at from this section here. Something from here. Something from here. So I'm just checking through the repatterning to see what we need here. So um, talk about the um, fight-flight response. This is identifying um, the brain lack of coherence that supports this conflict. So the part of the brain we need to focus on is something from A. Yeah. So this is the um, the reptilian part of the brain. So this is like the really primitive part of the brain, and it's something from number one, number two, number three, number four. Uh, here we go. So what came up is my vision of life is reduced to the basics of survival. Right. There's the fight flight, right? Yeah. And that's I think what um what Manichesma was talking about just you know, you get so overwhelmed with the details of daily living that it's you feel like you're just sort of like it's all I can do to to get the laundry done and and go to work and <laughs> and get the yeah, kids that, fed. That's what the manipulators want too. They want you stuck in that. Right, and this is where we get unstuck. Right. Okay. So 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 repeat after me. Say my vision of life. My vision of life is reduced to the basics of survival. Is reduced to the basics of survival. Yeah, and that's on. We are resonating with that. Oh, this is going to be great to shut that off. Yeah, wouldn't that be lovely? Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's something from the limbic system. Yeah. So the limbic part of the brain, this is like the emotions, and it's something here from number one, number two. Number one, number two. And this is a a general check. So repeat after me. Say, I feel stressed. I feel stressed. Yeah, that's on. So we are resonating with that. And then we need to look at anything here from the um, the left and right cerebral hemispheres. Yes. 
So it's something here from the list from one through five. <clears throat> it's number one, number two, number three. It's number one, two, three. Uh, so what came up is I stay rational and downplay my creativity. So let's uh, check that. So repeat after me, say, I stay rational and downplay my creativity. I stay rational and downplay my creativity. Yeah, and that is on. Mm. And I think, yeah, I think that's what you learn in school. Yeah, they want to fit you in a mold. And you you know you get you get so caught up in <clears throat> how you're going to make a living doing that. You can't make a living doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to be a banker. You yeah, need to you be a lawyer be so you can make a living. You can't be an artist. Where's the money in that? Yeah. What are the numbers? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now. Um, we need to do this part here. We need to do this part here. So now I'm just checking to see what else we need here. Um, is anything from this section, anything from H, I, J, yes. Okay, something from A, B, C. So this is the this is the positive response that we don't resonate with. And it's something here from number 1 number 2. And that's the best way to word it. Yes. Okay. And say, I am empowered to go into positive action. I am empowered to go into positive action. And that is off. Something more from here. Something Oof. from here. Here. Something from here. So now we need to go to the modalities. Yeah, so this is where we make an input of energy into our field to shift all of this. So we're turning off the energy around the negative, turning on the positive. And um, what we need in terms of the modality is something from this index. It's from this index, yes. So let me go here and see what we're going to do. So we need something from A, B, one through five. Number one. Number two. Oh, this is the laughing breath. I always think of the laughing breath as like the universe's reminder, hey, lighten up a little bit. So the laughing breath, okay, it's um, laughter is one of the great universal healing tools of all times and, and all ages. Kings kept their clowns by their side, and people pay to have comedians make them laugh, right? 
Laughter produces endorphins of joy that bring relief from pain and boost your immune system. Those who laugh together automatically feel bonded and connected. Laughter creates relaxation and happiness and heart-opening love and relief from stress. And it's said that if you can laugh at a problem, you have power over it. No matter how challenging your situation, if you can laugh, it loses its power over you. So that's lovely. So there's also a centuries-old Japanese saying, laugh three times, once in praise, once in promise, and once in purpose. So once in praise, in gratitude for the passing year, once in promise, new hope for the coming year, once in purpose to clear the mind and heart so we stay aligned with our life's purpose. Okay. So the cool thing about the laughing breath is it doesn't matter whether you are actually genuinely laughing or whether you're just going through the motions because just going through the motions has the same beneficial effect. It oxygenates your system. It creates endorphins. So Let's see. Uh, we need to stand up to do this. No, we don't. But I think I'm going to anyways, just because why not? Because I can. Okay. So it's basically just what it sounds like. You just breathe in and you let it out with a ha, 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 ha. And then you just keep doing that until it gets faster and faster. So let's all, oh, let me let me take us off a of mute. This will be fun, right? Oh, no. We'll laugh together. Well, I mute us all. All right. So, everybody, you ready? We're going to do this laughing breath. So, dig, deep, deep breath in. that we need as a group. 
No. So it's best to go back now and recheck the statement. So now we're going to recheck to see, confirm what has shifted here. So notice now when you say these sta- these statements, notice what it feels like now as opposed to when you first said them. Okay. So say, I'm in conflict. I'm in conflict. Because I want to create positive change. Because I want to create positive change. But I am triggered by the negativity of the problem. But I am triggered by the negativity of the problem. And that holds my attention. And that holds my attention. Yeah, and that is off. We are not resonating with that anymore. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the release. Okay. Say, my vision of life is reduced to the basics of survival. My vision of life is reduced to the basics of survival. Yeah, that's off. Nice. Okay. Say, I feel stressed. I feel stressed. That is off. Beautiful. Say, I stay rational and downplay my creativity. I stay rational and downplay my creativity. Yeah, that is off. And I have a feeling that that is going to help us to to come up with creative solutions to to what our challenges are. Well, the uh, the creative solution is to uh, is to realize that you're being inundated with a lot of negativity, and to realize that you if you put out one positive arrow with force, that that particular issue is going to gain traction, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Which brings us to that our is next... very creative, yeah. Yeah. Brings us to our, our final um, statement here. Say, I am empowered to go into positive action. I am empowered to go into positive action. And that is on. Nice. Beautiful. So you can think about, you know, the positive action of being able to project your love and create creative solution into the the, the problem. Awesome. Okay, so there's anything else that's needed from this session? No, the session is complete. Awesome. So you can you can draw on the power of the group as we go through the next few weeks until our next call. And also, I think it would be really great if each one of us could keep in our awareness the power that we have to affect a situation and to and to take a pause and project love into situations that we see that we'd like to change 
you know, well, I don't about- think it's just everybody on this call. I think the people on this call need to um, actually, I, I, I think everyone that is listening to this probably has someone that they deal with on a regular basis that might need to hear this as well. So share the message. Share the message. This is kind of a big one, especially, you know, especially with this election. This election is so, so brutal that uh, uh, the idea that every one of us on this call can, can, you know, point one arrow at one thing they want to change. You know, that idea needs to uh, be much more widely disseminated. Mm, so I'm getting like this image of Cupid's arrows, right? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to um, open up the lines here. And let me see where I go here. If anybody um, has any questions or you have any comments, anything you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. If you're on the phone, you can press star 8. If you are in the chat room, you can type it into the chat box. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any creative solutions to offer. And um, also want to invite you, if you feel like you'd like some further support around this issue or any other issue that you're facing in your life, uh, certainly reach out to James or myself. Uh, We do private sessions. James can uh, channel for you. He can do shamanic healing. He can do chakra clearing. And James, you want to give your email address? My email address is James the Shaman at yahoo.com. So if you would like a private session with me, uh, email me at that uh, at that email address, James the Shaman at yahoo.com. Great. And my email is et at liztobin.com. I also do private sessions. And, and James and I have actually started to work together to um, to do what we call immersion programs to help people to really make some serious progress. Uh, It's a very uh, intensive program where you get a lot of support, a lot of healing, a lot of strategizing. Um, If you feel like you'd like that level of support, reach out to one of us and we'd love to talk to you. So uh, we're going to be back here next month. It's going to be October 3rd, and uh, we will talk to you then. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in, and remember to... uh, Get in touch with your Cupid's arrows and uh, send those into situations that you feel could use some healing and some positive change and upliftment. All right. God bless, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Helen.